Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 346 of the Drunk Testers Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler, man, I feel so fantastic to be back after our long-extended holiday break. But, yeah. man, I'll tell you what, man, I am just, I am just glad that we are opening up with a new year, and, uh, man, there was so many good stuff from 2019 that we did have a chance to experience gaming-wise and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as everything else goes and stuff like that, I have been doing all right. Just doing my fair share of uh, the working and stuff. Work's been sort of crazy the last few weeks, but uh, it's starting to slow down a bit, and I'm starting to get adjusted things. Plus, there's going to be some better stuff on the horizon, so I'm going to be keeping a positive outlook on that. Can't really dwell upon the stress and negativity of things like people do. Yeah. But uh, on top of that, though, I have been... I have been going through and playing a little bits of stuff here and there on my uh, Xbox One, and also a little bit of uh, things my PS4 as well, just wanting to get a handle on things. Plus, ironically enough, I have been going to the uh, Walmart nearest to me, and I have been playing on one of their arcade cabinets for like uh, <laughs> the good solid... I don't know why this ended up happening, but... They, but I ended up starting playing on uh, one of their arcade cabinets that they have inside of their electronics section. Yeah. And the last time that I was in there, I almost beat the entirety of that fucking arcade cabinet <laughs> for Marvel superheroes. Jesus. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing behind this. <laughs> I'm like a fucking Walmart arcade wizard. <laughs> are, let me tell you. Gonna, how, are, are we, you and I have to like kind of figure out a way to get to LA together. Is this how is this how it starts? <laughs> they're going to unveil Marvel superheroes two at this co- this competition. Oh God! <laughs> well, let me tell you how this all started happening. So there was a week around last year where they decided to put up some new arcade cabinets, right? And so they had they had, for the longest time had these old like classic arcade ones. Like they have a Galaga machine. They had like an extra Pac-Man stuff, but uh, they decided to move their arcade cabinets to where the front were before the end cap, like the games and everything else is, and because I'm in Walmart so much, because my mom loves to go inside the damn shopping center and just get any and everything almost daily, I am in there quite a lot, so I tend to migrate towards the electronics section, which I generally do, and I... Lo and behold, I find something that uh, I have been playing off and on since my childhood, and that's some of the uh, Capcom versus games. And well, look at this Marvel Super Heroes, where basically I, where basically it's a fighting game that released in the '90s in the arcades, like the arcade scene back then. And uh, you basically choose one of eight different characters to go through this uh, arcade cap campaign, and your main goal is to get all the way through there and uh, beat Thanos at the end of the game. And so, basically, <sighs> I've been playing this arcade cabinet off and on now, and last time I did this was like a few days ago. I was literally sweat-drenched, and I literally <laughs> was playing the damn game for like about a good solid 40 minutes, so much so that I've had... a Literally, my mom was like, when she came up to me and stuff with her grocery cart and everything else, she was still looking at me. It's like, you know, Gabe, you know, there's actually like people looking at you and stuff like that. <laughs> just like, just the Walmart workers just looking at us like, oh man, he's really into that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me give you a little factoid about me, Tyler. I mean, I, I love video games, right? And it's like one of the genres I loved playing the most, even when I was a kid, is the fighting game genre. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I dabbled a little bit of Street Fighter 2 in the arcade, you know, just not a lot, but I played a little bits of Street Fighter 2 here and there. I, as a teenager, I loved playing Smash, I loved playing, like, freaking uh, Street Fighter 3, I mean, god dang. When I had a chance on the PlayStation 2 compilation disc to play, like, Street Fighter 3, Third Strike, that game was so fantastic, the way the music, the character art styles, the animations, even, like now is like a 30-something-year-old, you know, adult, you know, it's like, I love playing games, I said, like, Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, I've been, I've been playing, like, games like King of Fighters, you know, venturing out in different fighting game genres, like, for years now, just 
there's just something about the feel and like just the rush of adrenaline you get when you know exactly the pattern and the routine of what a character is going to go through and also knowing when to block like say an air combo or how you get the counter inside of like this and that so basically i go through and i play these games so like uh <laughs> like intensely that I literally was like about a half a round away from beating Thanos, and all of a sudden my monster started nudging me. I was like, "You gotta get going!" I mean, come on, we gotta get going. <laughs> I'm like thinking to myself, "Like, oh no, here we go." <laughs> and so here I am, like I have my coat on, right? And I I, I unzip my coat because I'm fucking drenched in sweat, right? And so it's like I'm playing as Spider Man. You know, I went through as Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, I lost a few rounds here and there, and I had to press continue though. But uh, I went through almost that entire arcade cabinet just just for fun just for kicks and i starting to learn like all the different moves of spider-man you know like how he does a special with all three of the punch buttons plus a directional like thing with a arcade stick and like how you get to use these little infinity stones and stuff like that to manipulate the status effects like power up or super armor or this and i figure out a little trick where it's like hey if i gather all these damn things up you know and i start using them one after another my fucking opponent's not going to use that to try to get me it's <laughs> so it's like i started going through that i started shooting web balls and i started learning that if i mix up the freaking like uh, shooting the web balls and like covering the damn enemies inside web and stuff they're not going to go through and try to attack me if i try mixing it up cuz uh, that's how i beat doctor doom during one of my runs and stuff i'm like dude man doctor doom is like a fucking pain in the ass he's all these projectiles mm-hmm. and all this other shit you know it's like you're literally halfway across the stage. You're trying to get in on him, trying to get close, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, well, projectile this, projectile that, you know? It's like he's shooting these fireballs, these missiles and stuff like that, and, like, I'm going through trying to get in the Spider-Man. It's like, hey, hey, maybe I can go ahead and just, like, go through and, like, grab him with a web punch or something like that, and, uh, like, a Spider-Sting combo. It's like, nope. So I had to literally go through, do quarter circle left and the light punch button and try to mix up everything because the harder the combo... You know, the harder, like, say, like, either the light, heavy, or the light, medium, or heavy button, some in combination of that that direction and stuff, dictates how long he gets stuck inside the fucking web. So, literally, if I have, like, say, a heart attack and stuff, like, say, quarter circle left and then the hard button and stuff, he'll get stuck, like, a good solid few seconds longer, and so I can go through to start wailing on him. And it's just, like, it's just so much fun, you know? It's, like, all of a sudden, it's, like, I've heard my mom, like, at least multiple times. It's, like, you know, Gabe, you should go through and get yourself, like, three arcade cabins. You should put them in the, all the garage. I'm, like, oh, my God. Well, first really off. Brilliant idea. <laughs> I know it's a good idea, but at the same time, my gar- the garage is, like, a fucking train wreck because the god <laughs> Because we have so much stuff that we still have to go through since we moved into the house that we were running about a year oh. ago. And so... All, most of my most of the stuff in the garage is my mom's stuff, and I don't want to go through and add more shit to the fire. <laughs> and on top of that, three hundred dollars of freaking one arcade one up stuff—that's so freaking expensive. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, you know what? Other than that, man, it's like it's been it's been it has been highly stressful at work, but at the same time, it's been really hilarious going through the different like uh, gaming stuff around my town pretty much <laughs> but uh how have you been doing tyler it's been a while well, yeah um i'll have you know i too am a what they would call a walmart th- wizard uh okay the other day uh courtney left me alone in the toy aisle and... <laughs> already sounds like a gold mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they had a uh, you can they had bop it sitting there and you know you do is pull it to start the game and the high oh. score was 34 i'll uh-huh. have you know i, I got a uh, 37 oh my god yeah yeah. So not only am I good at destroying children in Nintendo games, I'm also good at destroying <laughs> children in Bop It. <laughs> now you're good. Now you're good at destroying children at their own games. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I'm good, man. Oh my, my god. My superpowers are expanding. Oh my god. Oh, it's just gradually it's getting further. Watch next next year you're gonna go through and just like just start mastering things like tic tac toe and then like candy land and all of a sudden it's like when you do have a kid, you're just gonna go you're just gonna be that dad or something just absolutely destroys them. It's like, oh, you can't beat me. It's all oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drop ninety on him in Madden for sure. <laughs> just kidding me? so funny game, just absolutely destroy their hopes. Yeah. I'm gonna let him get first in Mario Kart and then I'm gonna get the blue shell. 
I'm going to hit him like on mid- midway through the last lap and take first place. And the lifetime of confidence issues awakens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he'll be they'll be fine. That's how you build confidence is by destroying them. Come on. Oh my god. Give me parenting sounds easy. I should I should just you should just I should have a kid. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should say that to your girlfriend while she's in the room. That'd be hilarious. She's she's. You want me? You want me to ask her? She's in the other room. Uh, it was actually kind of a joke, but at the same point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're probably right, though. Probably wouldn't go well. It's, it's probably she she looks at you. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> probably right. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, not a lot going on with me. He's just been working nights a lot lately. That's why it's been hard to schedule time off, uh, time, off time to record, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I, we haven't even talked really since uh, before, right before Christmas. How, how was your Christmas, buddy? Oh, my God. Yeah, Christmas was all right. You know, I got, like, a couple of uh, different things of clothes, you know. It's like I'm at that point in my life where it's like I get clothes for Christmas, and I'm like, hey, you know what? This ain't it's so awesome. bad. Yeah, it's great. Well, yeah, it's yeah. awesome for me. It was awesome for me this year because I got, like, a new freaking, like, uh, my mom decided to go on to, like, one of those fanatic, like, NBA fanatic sites and stuff. She got me, like, a freaking, like, hooded sweatshirt thing of the Golden State Warriors, man, and it looks so fucking clean. That's awesome. It is so awesome. The imprint of the Warriors logo is like on the like the left or yeah, it's like on the left uh, shoulder part and everything, just draping across like the pectoral and stuff. And it, it was just so cool. It was like three extra large, extra comfy and stuff. My last, my other Golden State Warriors one and stuff. The plastic, the zipper, the plastic like the seam and stuff that the zipper is supposed to like you know slide up on and stuff before you zip it up and stuff. That damn thing like uh, is cutting off of the seam you know it's like Mm -hmm. oh god man i can't zip it up now and so i usually wear that i do wear that to work and stuff on like uh as an emergency stuff but yeah man it's just i got a little bit of that i got a whole lot of candy which i still have like uh some bits of starbursts here and there but uh oh my gosh yeah the christmas thing was all right i mean my mom got uh like a gift from me and stuff like that. I know Dad got his own stuff. My little brother got him. Yeah, my little brother got his uh, got these little Mario these little Mario Kart little like uh, little machines and stuff. But he's also Ooh. got this little like uh, RC car, like Mario Kart Eight and all these other things and stuff. That's and cool. So, yeah, he's he's plays it off and on. But it's like it was like a, it was actually a pretty relaxing Christmas compared to say last year where we had to use everything in order to fucking secure a house. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. How was yours? Uh, it was all right. One, uh, just you know, kind of like yours, pretty relaxing. Uh, got a lot of gift cards, which is always great. Um, my sister got me uh, a gift card for GameStop, so I used that on for eShop bucks and got Pokemon Shield. There you go uh, for the Switch. Yeah, uh, you know, I, we were talking about it right before that about everybody's buying Sword, no one's buying Shield. So I felt kind of bad for Shield, so I'm like, oh, I get, <laughs> get that one. Man, that's uh, some good stuff in Shield too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't realize until today that one of the gym uh, leaders is a uh, ghost type instead of a fighting type. Yep. So I, I got to fight her next. Um, I'll get to that a little later. Um, no, I got the I got that. Um, my parents bought us uh, Courtney and I a bunch of like gift cards and stuff like for like Wingstop. They just put a Wingstop on our side of town. Wingstop. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, you you do you have Wingstops over there? Dude, I have never even heard of a Wingstop. Oh, okay. They're they're like really popular in like California and the West Coast and like uh, they're like slowly migrating over. Uh-huh. It's just basically like um, uh, I don't want to say fast food wings, but it's yeah, it's 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 like a Buffalo Wild Wings kind of thing, um, but it's more like it's not a bar. I guess they have beer there, but it's not like a full on like sit down restaurant type. But it's really good food. Ah, uh, uh, I see. We had we had one on, on like the other side of town, and I went there once. I loved it. So my parents got got us that. Um, we went there yesterday. Actually, had that for lunch. That was really nice. Uh-huh. Um, Got Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. Uh, <laughs> my parents know us really well. Uh, we love ourselves some wings. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, a Starbucks gift card. So, yeah. Uh, oh, we're, man. We're, yeah. So, and then uh, we got a, a new uh, TV stand, which is pretty oh. badass. And it has um, it has like a fireplace built into it. It's not a real fire, but it, nice. it does that. And it emits heat, uh, which is great because, um, and also it just, just, just big enough that fits all the, the Amiibos. Yeah. Um, so... I was really excited about that. Courtney, not so much. Um, so that's a thing. Yeah, she, I still don't think she's a big fan of it. She asked me the other day, "Is like, do you want to move these at all?" Like, oh, now she's trying to itch like a no. little bit. Away. It's like, oh, you know what? It's like, huh? 
You know, maybe you should get rid of those. No. Nope. <laughs> She's like, do you want to put them on your computer stand? No. No, I don't. They're good right there. So, yeah. I, I, <laughs> she, she, she says she likes them, but I don't really think she does. Well, was, you know, it won't it, it won't start coming out pretty much until something like a drastic happens. Like, say, one of them, like, all of them just start cracking through one of the stands or something. It's like, oh, God. I think you got enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, I think she was okay with it until I, uh, I went on that spinning spree and I bought like five or six of them in like a week a few months ago. Jesus Christ. And then she saw the price of them. She's like, are you fucking serious, Tyler? She's like, I thought they were like five bucks. I'm like, no, they're like $16. <laughs> yeah. And now she learns to be yeah, like, to learn that they don't yeah. leave me with money for Amiibo. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't leave me alone in toils. Don't let me Don't tell me it's okay to buy all of those because I'm going to buy them, but I'm not going to tell you how much they cost. Until we, until they ring them up, and it's too late then because I already got them. Oh, she'll so. do a little bit of payback anyway, regardless. <laughs> um, sure, yeah, she probably will. But yeah, they're over there. It, it was funny though, like honestly, like all the things I was worried about telling her about myself when we first got together was uh, was my amiibo collection. She just she didn't know until like after we already moved in together. I was smart. I waited to tell her until, until well until we moved in. I started unboxing shit. She's like, "What the fuck are those?" <laughs> it's like. I don't know what was more what was more scary for me, her seeing me naked or seeing my amiibo. I don't. I still don't know the answer to that. I don't know if I want to know the, the answer. The fact that. that you had to think of it back and forth, it's like, you know, oh, okay. It's like, my penis or the amiibo? <laughs> <laughs> Which one's more startling? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, yeah, well, just you just gotta put it into mind. You know, it's like. Uh, She's probably one of those people that probably hasn't seen a lot of like say hardcore gaming stuff before, and then she she takes a look at these amiibo and all all the ones that you have is like what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah she's yeah. It's bad times. Bad times. I, I wish I could sell them back for like half the price I put into them. I would gladly do that. But uh. anyways, the reason we're here, uh, we're doing a this is supposed to be a mini show. It was like well, let's do a quick twenty minute show before we get to the game of the decade stuff. 18 minutes in uh um oh yes so we're just gonna do like a little quick uh episode because it's been a few weeks since we recorded last and some stuff has happened um and then we're gonna jump into our, our game of the decade stuff uh but uh there's really only one thing i want to talk about news wise before we get there let's just run real quick what we've been playing do you okay. want to go first or do you want me to go first uh okay for what i've been playing yeah sure yeah um in terms of games i have been having a big old itch for fighting games. I mean, the Marvel superhero stuff I've already went through, but I've been delving a little bit back into Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3. Hmm. And uh, that game is digital download. You can get it off of uh, PSN or Xbox Live Arcade. Not sure if Steam. Maybe Steam, but I'm not 100% sure. But uh, that was a game that uh, when it first released on the 360 and the PS3, I played a lot of in its first iteration. But uh, Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3... It's definitely better than the last release, major release that Capcom did with Infinite, because you have certain characters that uh, appear in that in this game that don't in that other game, and it's a lot more streamlined, streamlined and stuff like that. And there's just a whole bunch of different stuff about Ultimate Marvel's Capcom Three I like better than Infinite. But uh, case in point, I just love playing with the characters like Wolverine, like Morrigan, like uh, I've been trying Crimson Viper, who's this like fighter from Street Fighter 4 that I've been, I've been trying to get into like the echelon, you know, picking the characters that I like to play as for this game because I'm so stuck playing some of the older characters like, oh, for example, you know, Hulk and then Spider-Man and this and that. Like some of the ones I used to play when I was playing Marvel's Capcom 2 back on the, the PS2 and stuff like that. It's like, Okay, time to veteran the rise and see. Try to look at the tough echelon. So, okay, what are characters that are considered in the top tier, which is going to be like the middle tier, low tier, stuff like that? And I started seeing some of my characters that I like to play as inside the low tier, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, that's why I'm probably having so much of a bad time playing this game, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, because a lot of my characters are not going through and executing like I want them to execute. So, just playing little bits of that, I have been. And this is probably the first time I've said anything about this, though. But uh, for Pokemon Sword, a friend of the show, Jake, and I mm. have uh, actually have a little bit of competition between one another. 
Because uh, next extra life that rolls around and stuff, we were we were originally going to be battling against each other, like actually take a team and stuff like that, train for like the entire year before then and stuff like that. He was thinking about potentially like maybe shaping it into a tournament, but I'm not too sure about the details and everything. It's still in the early stages, so it's like this and that. But uh, on top of that, I've been going through and choosing a couple different types of Pokemon that I want to put on my team. And so I got this one Pokemon. It's like a Dragon Ghost type. He's uh, Dreepy, right? And so I've been mass breeding this damn Pokemon, trying to get the right nature that I want, got the right nature that I wanted, and I can confidently say that I officially have bred, for at least for this game, my first six perfect IV Dreepy, which in that, for those of you who are thinking, okay, what the hell is a six perfect IV like type of Pokemon? Basically... IVs are individual values. Basically, they're... You know how you have your stats of Pokemon, attack, defense, HP, special attack, special defense, speed. Well, theoretically, you can breed a Pokemon to have perfect everything. And so basically, when you go through and train, like, it's uh, EVs, it's effort values, by giving it things like vitamins, like proteins, iron, calcium, stuff like that, They'll basically get the best out of their worth. And when you combine that with the ideal nature that you want to do a Pokemon build with, it means that this Pokemon is gonna be the best of the best. You're gonna it's you're gonna have it be like the best of the best. It's so much easier to have certain Pokemon relearn moves or learn different other types of moves that it's like, okay, I've got one Pokemon now that I really that I now I have set in motion. Now I'm going to be starting to try to get other types of Pokemon on my team. And one of them, I've just started breeding Eevee. And I'm not sure what evolution I'm going to go with right now. One of my favorites is like Jolteon. But uh, there's between that, there's Sylveon as well. And I'm thinking a little bit of Umbreon too. Kind of take something out of Jake's playbook. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I still haven't 100% done that. So I've been playing a little bit of that. And... Uh, as far as Xbox One goes, I have been trying out a couple different games on Game Pass. I mean, the Hydro Thunder, like, uh, Hurricane game that was on Xbox Live Arcade, I tried a little bit of that. Tried a little bit of PB Winter Bottom. I mean, I think I've shared this in the last podcast, too, episode. But, uh, oh, yeah, I've played a little bit of Bloodstain, but uh, I was just trying out Game Pass because... I wanted to see if I would get the most out of the deal stuff, which so far, it it's, hasn't been so bad. I mean, it's not going to be so bad as long as I get my money's worth out of it. But, uh... But uh, I'm not liking all the down... All the major big downloads and stuff. Because I do not like to... Here's the thing about me. It's like, I'm so hesitant. If I go through and start mass downloading, like, say, a 100 gigabyte fucking game collection thing. Like, say, the Master <laughs> Chief collection is. Or a 60 gigabyte thing, like the Outer Worlds is. That's going to max my cap for fucking... Th- for, like, uh, my internet things and, like, about a good solid cup, like, not even in a few days. Yeah. Because the thing I don't want the most is, like, getting extra things upon my, the wave, like, freaking cable, the cable internet bill and stuff, and all of a sudden I have to pay extra for all the extra stuff, and I'm like, yeah. And that's, like, one of those detriments where maybe Game Pass is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. You just gotta make sure you, the stuff you're downloading, you want to play at that point in time. Well, yeah, exactly the point. But I'll tell you what, the first game that I played this year that I've started, I bought Skyrim for oh you know the you know the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. There you know, the Xbox One, like the remastered type of thing that they released like a year or two ago, I decided to buy that for the Xbox One and I have the whole enhanced everything and it's 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 Skyrim. I've played it before. You got it for me on Steam. I've played that quite a bit. I forgot about that, yeah. yeah you fucking did. You Why fucking did, I get, did. What did I get that for you for? Didn't we? we made a swap or something, didn't we? Yes, was we did. It, because was it for I the gave Mario you... Kart thing? Yep, it was yeah. definitely for the Mario Kart thing because mm-hmm. I gave you like two... I think it was like one or two... Of the, yeah, I think it was like one of those extra things that I got from the Wii U and stuff and you used the kind yeah. of like Mario Kart 8 and all these other games like because you had just gotten the Wii U and you were yeah. trying to get like... A couple different games. You end up getting like two good like Wii U games. Like a, I think it was either Pikmin Three and Mario Kart Eight or something other shit like that. Well, because yeah, because Justin gave me his. I got one. Justin gave me his. 
And then just then, oh no, yeah, Justin gave me his, you gave me yep. yours, and then yep, so I had three of them. I had like I got Wind Waker, yeah, I remember uh, Pikmin me. three, and then Mario Brothers. You basically got three great games from like from your from like a mixture from your friends because I had an extra one because my brother and then you Justin had one, but uh, but uh, yeah. Other than that, though, it's like it's pretty much been all over the place. So I'm not too sure how or what direction I want to go with gaming related wise. I've had a couple of inklings to do things, but right at the moment, I am not super focused in my gaming. <laughs> but uh, what have you been playing though, Tyler? Um, I played a few things. Um, I finished up Life is Strange too. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, I talked about it quite a bit already. It's, it's one of those games I always say about those kind of episodic games are tough to talk about because you don't you can't really talk about it without spoiling stuff. Um, but uh, I really I, I enjoyed the the story um, a lot in this game. But I I, I find myself and maybe I don't know if it's just because I played The Walking Dead final season. Uh, like a couple months before that, um, and then this one, I played basically played the entire seasons of both of those, like back to back. I don't, I'm just, but I feel like I'm definitely getting a, a, the kind of fatigue level on these type of. I don't know if it's just on these style of games, the episodic style, or what, but I'm just like, I was like, as much as I enjoyed the characters and the story of this one, I was ready for it to be over. Cause I was just like, I'm just sitting there, like I, like I said, I enjoyed the conversations, enjoyed all that, but I was just like, I was not like having any fun like playing the game like it uh, and it's not, not necessarily a fun games to play it's just more of an experience but i was just like i am ready to move on from this and get into something else i've been there before and that definitely is burnout setting in because you enjoy those type of games yeah. however you played two of those type of games in a row and it's starting to show that uh yeah some bit of burnout was creeping in yeah and i, I think the fact that like going basically a year in between like after like the first episodes came out both walking dead and life is strange had something to do with it even though i remembered a good chunk of it it was like i went in a long time with gaps in between them um i think that had effect on it i don't know i just i hope i'm not getting that effect but i mean uh, maybe like seeing the fact telltale's gonna be gone for a while even though they're coming back but we're probably not gonna see anything from them for a little while and uh, we don't we're probably gonna, it's probably gonna be another year or so before we see anything from uh, Life is Strange or anything like that again. Um, so it looks like I'll probably get a nice little break from these solid games. So I guess we'll find out in a year or so kind of where my level, how I am on those games. But I was just, I, I was just, I really enjoyed it. I love it a lot. Um, I still enjoyed the first one a lot more. Before the Storm was better to me too. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just ready for it to, to be over. But it's like no insult to, to the game and the characters and the story. Yeah. All that's top notch. Um, it's just, yeah, that style. I was just like, the point click style. I was just like, I need to do something. Cause like, I was just sitting there on the couch. I'm like, I just want to do something. Like, I only have so much time. And I think part of it too is like, I only have so much time to play games. And I'm just sitting here like, listening to people talk, pressing a button, with those people talk, walk around for a little bit, click on this. Okay, cool. Click on that. It's like, I want to like, you know, I want to actually be doing something. So, but I don't know. I, I like I said, I enjoy it a lot. It's just a, a mixed bags. Um, so I, I've been playing two other games. Uh, I've been having an issue because I keep jumping back and forth between them because I, can, I can't decide which one I want to play. Uh, but they're both pretty long games. Uh, like I said, I, already picked up, I picked up Pokemon Shield, and I've been playing, finally, Death Stranding. Hey, um, there you go. Yeah, so uh, I'm nine hours into Death Stranding, and I'm also nine hours into Pokemon Shield. Uh, so uh, I'll, uh, I'll start with Pokemon Shield first. Uh, All right. So I'm nine hours in that. I've played a good chunk today, actually. Um Courtney's been sick all day, so I've been sitting there just gaming on the couch while she's been sleeping next to me. Uh, so I played a few hours of both today, actually. But um, uh, I just got the the third badge, so I beat Kabu, the fire guy. Yeah. Um, and I, I just got to the next town, which is um, if you play sword, it's the fighting gym leader. If if you if you I got shield, so I'm going to fight the ghost type. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying this one. I think more than I. Th- um, I enjoyed like, like I definitely enjoyed like Pokemon X is fantastic to me, uh, of like the newer the ones that have come out in the last handful of years, where that one was like it was a great way it was it was built to bring people back like me, people that that kind of haven't played in a long time but it's like hey here's the new stuff and here's here's the old stuff. But I will um, say something a little bit like uh, in you know in terms of like to you know kind of support what you are saying and stuff. I felt like inside Sword and Shield and stuff it was more or less a 
different type of feel in terms of where they really want to build up and encourage this kind of a big match sort of feel and then also yeah. a big old highlights like hey you know you can you can gotta be the champion you know you gotta aim to beat the champion and everything it felt yeah. more worth it's felt more like of a build-up you know where it's like in past games like oh hey here's the champion and stuff you gotta go to gym a to all across the town to gym b you know just like the simple battle and stuff nothing everything else is like you finish that you go on to the next city and stuff and it's just kind of like sometimes kind of felt like uneventful because mm -hmm. it all depend upon what type of a gym battle you're going through but when you're playing sword and shield and all of a sudden you're inside of a boss battle you're inside of one of those like big old gym battles and stuff like that where a big old stadium full of people just cheering and just like chanting along like towards the final parts of that battle man those were some of my favorite parts about playing through pokemon sword because you were just you got you just got through the third gym you know with Kabu right and it's yeah. like he has his like a solicipede and stuff and like uh, and the fully evolved form of that and stuff and you're like going through and you have this big old freaking fire mantis like not a fire centipede looking thing like yeah and you're thinking to yourself oh man how am I gonna take this down and it's like you get the right Pokemon going through just Dynamaxing this and that and you're basically having a gigantic like uh, freaking kaiju battle like right in the middle of the stadium with people just cheering on man and that whole element that whole type of action that's just something you don't get hardly at all inside of a Pokemon game like and this but these ones it just feels it feels like more of like a boost in terms of like importance you know yeah, no, I, I agree. Like that was something I was gonna get into. It was like I like the fact that like the the gym leaders actually have like not I don't want to say like a backstory, but they have like there's like there's a bit of a character there to them. Yeah. And you have interactions with them and like it's not just like, oh, okay, here's the next challenger. All right, I defeat you, a little talk afterwards, congratulations, here's your here's your badge and walk out. You know, oh, you dude. Know, I'll tell you this before then, not spoiling anything, but it gets better. Yeah. There are yeah. some gym leaders and stuff that you're gonna like inside this game that's cool yeah because I, <laughs> I, I i do like that like like you're saying like you have that big fight feel where it's like you're building to something you know like you're always you're always building and leading to the next gym <sighs> battle but it's like oh, it's like there's more of a build up to it, especially going into the stadium fighting in front of a bunch of people and like you can only use dynamax in those stadiums and like i don't know it's like you can use it in like the wild area too and a couple other places i'm sure and I'll tell you what, though, it's not just like the gym leaders as well. Though I really do like how the rivals evolve throughout the game. Not spoiling anything else for you, okay. but it's like keep an eye on that because if you if you go through say, like a good story in a movie, you know, a certain characters and stuff they don't stay the same throughout that whole experience. You know, for like good character development and stuff, they gotta face adversity. They gotta go through this and do this and that, and like. Sometimes they are like an entirely, almost like a different sort of character by the end of that, you know? Oh, cool. But I would recommend it's like, you keep track of some of the major players inside of like character roles inside there, and actually it will, maybe, I hope so, I hope it'll go through and like maybe impress you a little bit, because that's also a big improvement upon like other Pokemon games in the past. So I definitely keep an eye on that for you, for story-wise. Okay, that's cool, because I, I definitely do, like there's, the, there's things I don't like, like Hop being like, like, I don't know, like I kind of like the better one, like, like in like the original ones, like he he was kind of a douchebag, you know, like I, I like that where it's like, hey, all right, I want to beat you, like, and you don't want like I feel bad for beating this kid because he's like so excited, but he's dumb, like <laughs> he's just not very good. <laughs> but it's like, how many times are you gonna play that Wooloo, dude? Okay, you're gonna keep doing all right, same thing, okay. But it's like, and then like, um, was it like the BD or whatever the oh the, bead, yeah, yeah bead, um. Like, I like having him around. Uh, like, there's that little, that, okay, what's going on with him and the chairman? Like, there, I mean, the story's not, like, I'm not going to say it's, like, it's not Last of Us, but it's, it's for what you expect for a Pokemon game, it's actually really well told, I think. Really yeah. Well like, they've it's actually not, tried to do like something a, different. I know, right? It's not going to, like, win any awards or something like that. I yeah. mean, it's not, like, say, a complexity, like, a Fire Emblem Three Houses, but it's, like, I feel like it's good. I feel yeah. like that it's good for what it's ain't set out to be. Yeah, like, you, like, I want to keep progressing because I want to see where yep. this goes actually i'm actually interested in where these are going uh and then like who's the eighth of gym leader we don't know who that is yet i, mean, I don't anyways like that that's kind of okay who's that going to be um i don't know but yeah i definitely like that where like you're always feels like you're constantly building to 
to something with these characters like you know these characters before you get in there and even like i don't maybe it's just me because i'm not grinding as much as i normally do like and usually in the beginning of like pokemon games i grind a shit ton and like i go into like and i just run through like a good like through pretty much the entire game after that and i'm not like i'm fighting all the all the, the other trainers out there i see but i'm not like grinding against wild pokemon as much i know and, like, you're and I'll tell you this right now, it's like if you just keep on just like facing off against the trainers with the party that you got and stuff, you don't have to hardly do any grinding in this game. Yeah. Like, which is a good godsend, dude. Yeah, because like I mean I'm like I love the, the the XP share, that's always been great to me. Uh like it's just because I don't think I'd beat any of the Pokemon games I have. I wouldn't go I wouldn't play them if I didn't have it really, because I don't want to do all that grinding. But like like I'm I'm but like even like these like fighting against like the, the 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 gym leaders like there's actually like a challenge there and i'm like i actually gotta use some thought and yep. swap out pokemon like i actually enjoy that i'm like holy shit like like i'm beating trainers fairly easily like i, I might have to swap out a pokemon once because he's getting low but i'm never like in danger of losing and going up against these like gym leaders i'm like holy shit like i'm actually a little stumped here right now and i think a lot of that too has to do with the fact that i don't know majority of these pokemon so i'm like i don't know their types and nowadays when most Pokemon have two different, like there's a, there's like a water and rock type, you know, there's like a lot of Pokemon have multiple types. It's like, I don't know. Yes. Dual like, to typing, me, I'm like, oh, yes. oh, here's a, here's a, here's a fire. I'm playing the fire guy. I'm going to use my, um, Drin, Dreadnaw or whatever. Cause he, he has, he's a water type or water rock type, but then like the yep. water, water gun doesn't work as barely works against him. Like, fuck. Okay. What do I got to do? Well, like, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of advice though for Dreadnought and stuff like that. For yeah. that Pokemon you want to use physical water type moves. Okay. Why? Because that Pokemon, it, it's part rock type, and yeah. one of the highest stats that it has element for is physical water attack. You go to that Pokemon Center, you go to that uh, that one cafe area or something like that, and you can literally talk to somebody to go forth and relearn certain Pokemon moves. Okay. Go to its back thing, and you will probably have like a list of like options where you go through see if you can find a physical water attack because i went okay. through the game with a dreadnought as well and the thing is if you try with this pokemon with like special things it's not gonna work that well but if you get like okay. a physical yeah physical water attacks they are in the game but you can you can progress better when you learn the moves from like a specific like a physical or a special type of uh, pokemon yeah okay that's cool because, like, you know, like, Pokemon X and Pokemon Let's Go, like, Pokemon X was, I think, was a really good game. Pokemon Let's Go was really just a nostalgia run for me. Yeah. Because, like, this wasn't, like, I wouldn't have enjoyed that game at all if it wasn't for the fact that, that was my, one of my favorite games of all time growing up. That Probably my favorite game other than Metal Gear growing up. That was, like, you know, and today it's still highly regarded to me. Even though I, like, going back and playing it now, like, it doesn't hold up for me. Um, just because I feel like, you know, with the XP share and all that and where we've gone, it's better now. But, um, yeah, like, this one I actually, like, feel like I actually have to, like, use some, and like like I said, like, some thought to it. And also the fact, you know, because I'm, I'm learning a lot about, like, there's a lot of new Pokemon for me in this. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't I never really got deep into, um, you know, matchup types. I just knew fire or water beat fire, fire beat grass. Yeah. You know, now it's deeper than that. Now, like, it's actually kind of interesting. It's kind of cool. Um, and I like that. Like it's, So it's, it's kind of fun, like, for the first time. In a long time playing a Pokemon game where it's like, I'm not just like okay he's like and when he when they say, they're saying oh they're bringing out this Pokemon, do you want to switch Pokemon? I'm like I don't know do I want to switch Pokemon because I don't know what this, <laughs> this Pokemon is, and it's it's and I'm like and I go in there I'm like okay, all right I'm gonna try a fighting I'm gonna try this double kick against him oh that didn't work, all right let's try this rock smash okay that didn't work either he just knocked my guy out okay let's figure something else out here. So it's kind of fun, like kind of learning the the game on the fly. Um, yeah, for me, it's you know first time in forever that I've had to do that. Maybe ever because when I was a kid, I knew all the Pokemon, all types and everything. With the first two gens, I knew all of them before the games came out. I already know like I already knew everything about them before I got to that before I played the game. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, but uh, the other game I'm playing is uh, Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Who uh, Hideo Kojima, uh, my favorite game director of all time because you know everybody knows if you've been listening to the show for a long time Metal Gear is my, my favorite franchise of all time um, Gables I hate this game <laughs> I really don't I don't like this game a lot at all like I, okay I love the story I love the world I love everything about this game 
mm-hmm. is awesome and wonderful and beautiful. Yes. And the game is boring to play. It is so boring to play. Like, and everybody, I, everything I read about it, reviews, I talked to Justin about it. Just, this is Justin's <laughs> game of the year, by the way. And he said possibly his game of the decade. And I can, see, <laughs> I can see why that could be. Like, it definitely feels like one of those cases, like you're all in or you're all out in this game. And I, I, I'm playing through it and I'm sticking with it just because it's Kojima. Like, you know, and like, I'm fascinated by where this game is going, you know, because it's just like, it's Kojima. I could go fucking anywhere. Well, yeah. Uh, and what he said so far is interesting to me. But it's, um, you know, like, I just like it's all the game is the gameplay itself is all the things I hated about like Fallout and Breath of the Wild or like traversing and falling like when you're like climbing up on a rock and all of a sudden it starts raining and you're like fuck you start sliding down and you're like god fucking damn it you gotta <laughs> find a way back up or wait for the rain to stop and figure out a way to get up there or or in Fallout when like you're like you're picking up shit and you're like you gotta carry all this stuff and you're like well now you're encumbered so you, you can uh, are you over encumbered so you can only walk at snail's pace yeah same fucking thing with this and on top of all of that in this game you have to balance shit so it's like when the entire time you're moving if you got too much shit you gotta hold l2 and r2 down which you're gonna walk at a snail's pace but you won't fall over as much if you do that because otherwise the entire time you're walking without holding those buttons down you constantly got you start leaning to the right too much you gotta gotta click l2 start leaning to the right too much you gotta click r r2 yeah and it's just or if you if you you, you get too you get too deep in the in water like you you fall down you lose all your shit and you go pick it up and it gets damaged so it's worth it's worth less and you get you don't get as many likes because of this and all this goddamn bullshit um, <laughs> I, God. or if you walk up a hill and you slip on you slip on a boulder or something or you fall over and all the shit falls and you got twenty goddamn suitcases falling down the fucking hill so you gotta go chase after them all down the hill. <laughs> You fall down going down the hill and you slide past all your shit on the hill. And you gotta walk all the way back up and grab all your goddamn shit and figure out another way back. Oh my god, Tyler. You know, that actually does sound fucking amazing as you're explaining it. Because I'm just imagining you going up a hill with like 20 different suitcases. Like going up a mountain all of a sudden just sliding down the fucking hill because yeah. it's raining in the middle of it. It's like, god damn it, no, no. Yeah, yeah like I, I was like silently screaming. I was like a scream cuss about 45 times today while Courtney's sleeping next to me. So that was a whole fucking process. And now I'm like, now nah, I gotta be careful because I can't wake her up. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just laughing at two things. I'm laughing at your description of the same of what you're saying, and also I'm laughing at the fact that uh, I know that you and Justin, like when it comes to game stuff, I mean, you guys are sort of similar. But no, Justin can be out there sometimes with what he likes. Yeah, and man, I. This is definitely a Justin sort of game because that's why I'm laughing so hard. Just like he thinks of it as his game of the year because it suits him and it's so funny. I'm the only one that has not played this game, but I have read the reviews. I've heard people's accounts and just you just describing it just makes me want to go through and possibly play it. (laughs) If you have a Redbox near you, it's like I've seen it for like 25 bucks on Redbox. Well, Um, might as well. Yeah, or if you can find it cheap somewhere, yeah. I've seen it um, cheap, like, you know, 30, 40 bucks a lot lately. I don't know if it might, maybe it's just because of the holidays, but I don't know. Like, like I was talking to Justin about it. And he's like, we were talking about, he brought up Last Guardian as an example. Kind of talking to me about it. He's like, oh, it's like Last Guardian. Like, technically that game wasn't, like, it was frustrating and it wasn't great to play, you know. But, like, as you got further in that game, like, you, you, like, you understood it better and it worked better and things like that. And I'm like, God damn it. Why you had to bring Last Guardian here, you, you, you son of a bitch! You brought my weakness in here, Last Guardian. But there wasn't a, a, you... oh, the, there wasn't an adorable little bird dog to keep me playing this goddamn game. If we had a bird dog, then we'd be talking. I'm just saying, but, we had, no, we had you... Norman Reedus and his fetus right on a fucking Torico, I would play it. But no, you got the freaking fetus thing that you got to go through and just like shake the baby to stop it from crying. It's oh, don't even get me started on that bullshit. <laughs> Fucking god damn it. You separatized. It's like it's sacrificing a bird dog, but here you have a fetus inside of a jar that you got to satisfy. <laughs> Fucking goddamn fetus baby. Bullshit. I was sitting there playing it and uh, uh, before Courtney fell asleep, she's like, is that a baby in a jar? I'm like, yeah. So what they do is they take the baby out, out of a, a stillborn mother's wound at 28 weeks and then they put it in a jar and it can sense these BT things. It's called a BB. She's like, what the fuck are you playing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. oh, wait, like, I she was... gets a load of, dude, 
I'm so glad that you didn't buy like that special edition controller because could you just imagine her sleeping beside you or something like that? All of a sudden, you're playing the controller and all of a sudden, random baby cries from the controller. It, it still does that, but I, I I was smart enough to turn turn my controller volume off before I started the game because that would have been oh, fuck. Just the look at your girlfriend. She wakes up it's like Tyler. Did you did you rob a cradle or? Yeah. I got us a baby. It's in a jar. Yeah, it's man, it's some. I'm gonna keep playing it. I don't know why, but it's like uh, you, just wanna play- follow, you just want to follow it through and see if you can just finish it and see what you think. Well, because like people are saying, you get past like because I'm in episode two and there's 14 episodes, and everybody says you get to like like you get to episode three, and there like I love people that love the game. It's all like everything I read and talking to people. It's like once you get in there, it like the game clicks for you. If it or if it doesn't click for you, then like at that point, that's when you, that's the get off point. Um, because like, it's just like, yeah, it's a tough, it's basically the first couple episodes or tutorials and it's boring and it's long and it's not great, but it's like, it's re- once you get past that, it's rewarding. And I'm just like, fuck, okay. Like I'm doing this for Kojima and the, and the fetus baby. Uh, you know what it also sounds like to me? And this is something that has been taken for a long time ago, but uh, that's almost the exact same argument I've heard a couple times before. The most famous and infamous being for Final Fantasy XIII is like, yeah. oh, oh, give it about uh, 10 hours and yeah, it'll start to click for you. It's like, yeah. Oh, 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 30 oh, hours oh, in, oh, guys, it really opens up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, I get that. Like, I just like, I, I, and I, cause my, I feel that same way. And when I tell people that, I'm like, if it doesn't click for you, it doesn't click for you, and I get it. And like, and if this was any anybody else making this game, I probably I would have backed out already, you know. Um, but it's like, all right, I'll give it that ten hour or so threshold. I'm nine hours in. I think I'm close to done with episode two. Uh, I think I got like one more delivery I have to do, um, and then I'll get into episode three. Um, just guessing based off of like kind of where like stuff is going, um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give a shot. If, if I get to episode four and it's not clicking for me, I think that's when I'm going to just, all right, tap out on that one. But uh, I don't know. I just like, it's just, it sounds amazing when people describe, talk about this game, when they get deep into it and like the world and the experience. Like there's some cool stuff in there, like where people like, like you can, you, you put ladders up or you can build little high, like little bridges that can go over water or help you get over like, uh, uh, like um, caverns, shit like that. And you can put ladders down or ropes down to help people get down and up up things. And it's actual people in the real world that are, like, putting the shit up and they leave them there. And then other people can climb them and you give them likes and you get rewards for people using their stuff. Kind of like an, um, uh, fuck, what's the game? The really hard game, Dark, Dark Souls. Kind of yeah. like that in a way where it's, like, people can warn you. But then it's, like, they actually, like, give you stuff. And, like, you can find things in the world that can, like, help you progress. And it's kind of, like, I like that. Like, if there's no negativity. It's all positivity. And that's yeah. what this game is about. Yeah, I really. like that. And, and like, I like that. And I like when I hear, like, the little things I've heard, like, I don't know spoilers, but, like, the little things I've heard about the future, like, what happens, not the future, but, the, like, what happens throughout the rest of the game. Like, that sounds fucking brilliant. And I want to experience that. And not just, like, go on YouTube and watch cutscenes. I want to work for that. And so, like, I'll, I'll enjoy that more. So I'm going to keep trying it. Um, I just suck sometimes. I'm sitting there playing it. I'm like, man, like, I can go play Pokemon and, like, have a fun time. And I'm, I'm like enjoying it and constantly progressing and doing things or i can just sit here and, and walk holding l2 and r2 for 15 minutes straight and <laughs> go to the next thing and drop the shit off and go back to the next thing so it's just like it's tough like i just like sitting there and just i played for like two and a half hours straight today and it's getting a little bit i like getting sitting down for like the first time and actually playing it for like i pretty much all of them playing it for like 30 40 minute stretches or an hour stretch sitting down playing it for a good couple hours there was kind of nice uh, really progressing through it and like I'm like alright I feel like I'm getting somewhere and stuff like that so it's a little better but it's still like you know um, but let's move on to our uh, little quick topic here in our mini episode that we're 15 minutes into um, <laughs> um, Pokemon Direct happened today yep um, there's only like 20 minutes uh, I'm just gonna run through the stuff real fast uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX which is a uh, uh, not a port but kind of a how it's a remaster. Remaster, of thank you. The DS and the Game Boy Advance games that released back around 2006, I want yep. to say, in Japan. Yep, and it's uh, coming out March 6th uh, this year, but it's 60 bucks. And there's a demo out today if you want to play that. Um, and then they announced, for the first time ever, there is a sword expansion and a, um, excuse me, a shield expansion pass coming out. 
uh, you have to. I didn't realize this till after the director's over. You have to buy them. So if you have two, mm-hmm. you have to buy the sword one for sword and the shield one for shield, which I didn't realize. Um, but that's thirty bucks um, a piece, um, and they are one's coming out in June. It's called the Isle of Armor, and the other one's coming out this fall called the Crown Tundra. And if you if you you can buy them today, and if you get them, you get like some special in-game uniforms. Um, but they showed off there's gonna be also there's gonna be over two hundred new Pokemon uh, added here soon, but those will not be in the uh, it's not behind the expansion. You get those for free. Um, well, yeah, anybody, of anybody can play those. Or anybody can capture them. You don't have to buy the expansion pass to get those Pokemon. They showed off a bunch of new um, legendary Pokemon. They showed off a little bit of gameplay. A lot of it was like sketch art. Um, but uh, I don't know, Gables. What, what's your uh, from what we've seen, what we know? What, what's your kind of your thoughts on this direct and mostly the expansion pass? It shocked the hell out of me. That's for sure. For this freaking Pokemon direct. First off, I wasn't expecting them to go with a remaster of uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. No, that's mean, a weird that, one. That... That's a series that. Theoretically, I've never tried out in terms of, like, subsidiary things for Pokemon, but I've heard great things about it from fans of that series and also from, like, people who I've known for years that have played them, like, routinely. I mean, the last one for 3DS actually did fairly well, but uh, in terms of the whole expansion stuff, I mean, oh my god, it's like... Game Freak have never done any type of DLC like this before inside of a Pokemon game. So this is something completely new. It's not like going through and buying the same game the year after or something like that. It's sort of like a cosmetic, like, almost update and stuff to where you're getting some bit of DLC after game. You know, like, say, for example, the whole thing with Sun and Moon and then Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I mean, quintessentially, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon could have been, like, a freaking downloadable content thing that you could have gotten from the original Sun and Moon, you know, where you got mm-hmm. all the Necrozma stuff, got a subsidiary storyline and stuff, and even little bits of, uh, God, even thinking way back when, you know, like for Pokemon Gold Silver, you got Crystal, for like Diamond and Pearl, you got Platinum, Platinum. God, for Ruby and Sapphire, you got Emerald, it's like, those third games were initially, you know, Game Freak's little routine where they would get you to buy the same game again, yeah. and then it's like it would have some bits of difference from them. For Crystal, it's like, oh, the whole element with Suicune, you know? You gotta go through this whole game again with Suicune. You know, it was just... It's just basically the, the same version of the game with, like, different sprites, animated sprites. I mean, Crystal had the whole thing in Japan where you can actually play against people online, which yep. that was, in and of itself, was a niche back then, but... Uh, but here's the thing, though. The difference between back then and now, it's like, now it feels like Game Freak is at, in the modern times of what the AAA gaming industry does do, even though for better or for worse. But the thing I like about this reveal is the quality of content that looks like it's coming along the way. June 2020, you're getting some, like, the this whole, like, battle, this whole, like, uh, armor expansion pack where it's just basically you inside like a dojo thing getting trained by like uh the uh champions like master and stuff but yeah you got these legendary pokemon right that look pretty fucking cool you know i and this pokemon's name kind of like uh, made me laugh out loud as soon as i heard it like bear foo this like yeah. this uh this dude this legendary pokemon right that uh you basically is given to you and you get the chance to evolve it into like one of like two well, you actually had the chance to evolve into a Pokemon, right? But you have two stances in order to either evolve it into. One of them's like a fighting dark type, and the other one's like a fighting water type, you know? One's like a one-strike style, the other's like a rapid-fire style. But it looks so clean in terms of its design. It also looks pretty cool in terms of the elements, the whole aspect of the exploration around that kind of like a beach-like area. And then later on this year, it's like you get this sort of like exploration thing, like this big old like icy snow, this and that, and its own separate legendary stuff. And on top of that, I don't know if you've noticed a lot about it, Tyler, but it's like not only are people going to be getting like 200 plus of the older Pokemon back, but it's like there are so many different Galar variations now that are being revealed. Even of like something mm-hmm. with the legendary birds, you know, yeah, like for cool. Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Dude, Zapdos looks fucking cool because it looks like a freaking fire dark roadrunner, dude. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, the whole thing about the Galarian Articuno with like zzz, like just firing things out of like fucking laser eyes and some shit. It's just it's just crazy, and it's like Game Freak. Then uh, everything else, it feels like at their most creative in terms of what they're experimenting for. Because people fail to realize, you know, it's like this is like one of the first times that I've actually seen that we've personally have actually seen Game Freak want to experiment at this type of level for like an expansion pass. I mean. I don't like the fact that there's separate expansion things, like one separate for sword and separate for shield. I yeah. mean, the price point, theoretically, if you just bought, like, one version of the game, which you and I clearly have, and I'm highly debating about, like, maybe not buying the second version after hearing this, because it's like, I'll have both of those expansions on this sword, you know? That's, like, about a $60 investment, you know? Yeah. I've already paid about my 50 because I paid it for ten dollars less, unlike some other gamers that decided to do ditch, but decided to do all sorts of various other stuff. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the thing about it is, I look at it this way: it's like it's content that I like. Unlike some other expansion passes for other games, I mean, hell, people buy what they like too. But sixty dollars, all in all, for all of that content and all that exploration and new stuff, man, I don't see that as a hard argument at all. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's only exact... is it only thirty bucks though, for just yeah. for the both. For its well, the reason why the reason why I said sixty dollars is because I'm thinking about buying both of those expansion things when they come out. So it's like it's oh. thirty dollars a piece, obviously. Yeah, so okay. Like, can can you play yeah. the Shield expansion on Sword? Oh man, I, I'm not too sure. Honestly, I, I think you have to buy Shield to play the expansion for Shield. Hmm. Cause it, I have to look into that. Yeah, the only real difference I think is like you have like one the rivals different, isn't it? And then there's a couple well, Pokemon well, the, variations. No, in terms of that uh, first expansion and stuff, the characters that appear for as your rival throughout that thing, they're different in Sword yeah. and Shield. So those are two different characters, like aspiring gym leaders. One of them being the poison type girl, and the other one being that psychic type dude with the balls floating around his head. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But uh, man, I'm just so fucking excited just to get some more Sword and Shield stuff going because it's like that's exactly what I want from a Pokemon game. I don't want to keep buying like the like pretty much the same version of the game, just like minimal updates the year after. You know, like from Black and White to like Black Two and White Two, or from Sun and Moon to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I like these expansion things, you know. It's, yeah, they're both roughly like around the same price as a regular sixty dollars, like. Well, yeah, triple A game, and but, it's actually yeah. like it's real new content instead of here's the same game with like a few hours of additional stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly so, the point. That's cool, and like I'm actually like you know seeing how far I get into, uh, you know if I if I stick with Shield, which I think I will more than I because like I didn't really care for Pokemon. I got Pokemon Moon, didn't really care for that. I bought what was the one they remade the. Um, Let's go, Pikachu. No, the one that was on 3DS they remade after X and Y. Oh, that was Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, like I didn't get into those, so, but it's like I'm, you know, I've, I'm, I'm about, I'm about, the, about the point I was in the air games, and I'm still intrigued with them, and I feel like I'm gonna keep playing through these games. Um, so I, even on like I was watching them, like I'm actually like intrigued by like this and like the fact you know first time ever they're doing this. So I mean, my question is, you do you think this will replace them re- re- making a new Pokemon game, like an actual Pokemon game this fall? I actually 100% think it will. Because if you look at the time points of when they're releasing these expansions, they're putting all their work and effort into creating these expansion stuff the way they want to be. So it's like you have June of 2020 for the first expansion, and then part two of it is going to be releasing in the fall. Probably November, you think? Yeah, basically in that fall type of area. So this is going to replace an actual reiteration of, say, like a major line Pokemon game, it seems like, for the year, which I would be 100% behind, you know? It's like, I don't want to play, like, like a new Pokemon game, like, say, every freaking year, you know? I mean, I understand there were some people disappointed that we didn't hear anything about a Diamond or Pearl remake, but at the same time, I'm not ready to get rid of Sword and Shield yet. Yeah, like no, and that's cool. Like I, I like that too because if also because they like they have a different director than uh, working on this one on the expansions as they do the the main games like the the main the different director than who did Shore and Shield who who yeah. do all the big ones. So that tells me like they're probably working on the next big thing. So that, that 
gives them probably an extra year, you got to think, to work on the next Gen 9. Easily. Because a lot of people, and the rumor's been, not really a rumor, but everybody's been saying for like pretty much a year and a half now that the the fall 2020 Pokemon game is going to be Pokemon Let's Go Gen 2, whether that's Togepi or Weedle or whatever. Um, I don't know about that, though, but I personally kind of feel that uh, there are going to be remakes of Diamond and Pearl, considering that uh, 2006, no, 2007, I want to say, when those yeah, games released right. about over 10 years ago. Ah, man, it's got to be either 2007 or 2008, man. It's like I um, am I want to say, I wanna say 2007 because I remember I was working at uh, Gamers and I started working there in oh oh six. I want to say, I want to say it was like about 2000. Yeah, it's about 2007. Yeah, yeah. I remember late April 2007. I was playing those games. Um, I kind of feel like we're gonna get a remastered things of uh, Diamond and Pearl before we're gonna go through and get something like another Let's Go thing because I kind of feel like that it would make the most sense if say Nintendo, if they actually, if the rumors are true and they do release like say a uh, pro model of a switch that maybe front and center for the next year or something is going to be the remakes of diamond and pearl to try to get those guys back on board. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just excited about that. Cause like maybe we will finally get that big, huge Pokemon game that people were hoping sword and shield be where like, I think a lot of us are liking sword and shield, but it's like, a lot of us were kind of wanting that Breath of the Wild Pokemon game. So yeah. maybe if they get that extra year to make the Pokemon game, maybe we'll get that that next big thing uh, for Pokemon. Um, but Gables, I think we are going to end this mini hour-long episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we should. <laughs> yeah, and finally jump into our Game of the Decade show. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm just gonna, You guys know where to find us. We're Drunk Dash Nerds on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify. All those places. So like, check us all those places. Give us a thumbs up, five star, like us, follow, what a subscribe, whatever you want, whatever you do in all those places. Please do all that. Um, I was host. I was Tyler, and I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everybody. I hope you have yourself a fun time. Hope you play a bunch of fun games. But most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Hey Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.